Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Stop beating your gums and sound the attack. Oh, right. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome to another episode of the We Got The Chocolates podcast. Great to be here with you. This will be episode 34, I believe. Episode 33 was the Charlie Hemphrey interview, uh, which is a magnificent piece of listening and audio. Uh, and you should just go back and listen to that right now, probably. Or you could keep listening you to this one, I suppose. Polish this one <laughs> off, maybe. <laughs> Get through this one as well. Um, welcome, Sam, Mitch. Great to be with you again, as per usual. Great to be back. It feels like a while between we do it when we do episodes. Now that we do our regular episode every second week instead of every week, so it's, uh, it's true. Looking forward true. to it. You know, having a real job is really starting to hurt me. Mm. That's for sure. Skin? Anything? Uh, nope. Having a real job also hurts me. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Good to Good. be back in my own home. Yes, it is. Yeah. Obviously, won an award tonight. AB medal. Huge night. Yeah, yeah. had a big night at the AB medals in. Melbourne, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, got award for least words spoken on a podcast. So I'm living that up is to pr- that. Probably reputation. one that there were no other entrants, yeah. in, so <laughs> no surprise to see you win that. And now, you're, you're struggling there with your your suit on, oh, your tuxedo. It's with the genuinely as hot as Gandalf's nips here. You seemed like a really good idea at the time. You're expecting up. an invite to the Crown Casino in Melbourne, were you? Well, I was a little bit surprised. I saw Marcus Stoinis on the mic, and I was thinking probably there's one person in the world that could have done a better job. <laughs> You didn't paint your nails though. He painted his nails for the night, so oh, that is an issue. Yeah. Pretty ordinary looking nails, actually, if we're being honest. <laughs> Can't have it all. Um, now we have someone else at the table with this here as well, guys, that we ignored for two minutes and six seconds. Um, but it's probably time to introduce him now. It's not a. It's not an episode that's dedicated to him. It's just that he writes in all the time. So we figured that we could actually utilize his services in person and invite him into the studio kitchen table um and so rory smith is with us tonight ladies and gentlemen round of applause from all of those in the audience which is welcome rory. No, no one welcome rory but there is a lot of excitement a lot of buzz around town to finally have you on the podcast how are you yeah good thank you thank you very much for having me now you're looking will, forward to it yeah well you're already into it so look really really presently forward to it <laughs> um, so you will notice just a like english twang in your voice won't you rory can you give us a bit about your background and where you're from and why you love joe root so much yeah that'd be because i'm from england <laughs> <laughs> from kent uh southeast uh Play cricket in the Kent Premier League for Sandwich Town, so give them a quick shout out early. Sandwich Town, yeah. Now there is some connection, isn't there? Sandwich Town. That's actually the reason that you're probably here in Australia, is it not? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Marnus was our overseas in 2014, I think, maybe 2015. 
Uh, that's when he came over and broke Justin Lang's record for most runs in the league. And <laughs> if he's still letting yeah. go about that yeah. every day. Yeah. <laughs> every time I tell people that I went over to England and played against Sandwich Town, they're like, you played against who? And I was like, uh, Sandwich? And yeah, like, that's a team. Tell Rory, don't <laughs> offend him, Mike. So that's, yeah, so that's, uh, that's how I know Marnus, and that's how I sort of worked my way over here three years ago and now back again. Yes. As I said, Sam yeah, played yeah. for uh, Bexley, so we played against them the Does following year. know who they are? Uh, no, 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 no. But they're better than us. <laughs> yeah, I unfortunately witnessed has a tee up 140, I think, at our home ground where I was keeping behind the stumps and <laughs> dispatching some free hits uh, free over hits. the boundary. Into yeah. the river. Into the river. The uh, most of our bowlers. <laughs> Front foot was uh, a bit of an issue that day. And, well, believe it or not, actually, there's a place next to Sandwich called Ham. So there is a signpost <laughs> near where we live called Ham and me. Sandwich. Someone's yeah, it says ham and see, then sandwich. See, this is what I know. Clearly the explorer there at Burke and Wills has just <laughs> absolutely taken the piss when they found those two towns. <laughs> that has to be some sort of joke. Absolutely. Sure, yeah. I'm adamant that someone just turned up and gone, we're going to name a place ham. Yeah, but just, for the, just for the jokes. Just because of the sandwich next door. Yeah, I like it. Well, that's good, Rory. Great. And uh, you are obsessed with Joe Root, obviously. as your interactions with the podcast so far. Most people would actually know your name because we always read it <laughs> read it out <laughs> anytime we say what do we need to talk about on the podcast there's always guarantee that you'll come back even if Joe Root hasn't played a game that week or a test for three months you'll write back and say Joe Root got a new bat sponsor or something like just some random thing that you want to say. Uh, that's what happens when he's one of the best <laughs> batsmen in the world and he's our best and he's been our best for about I don't know seven years so yeah. Oh, yeah. always try and promote him on the international scene whenever we have the Smith Root Coley Root sort of you know, dipping out Williamson. That's He's dipping out of that big four Steve at the moment. Marnus is uh, joined Smith. and yeah, yeah, yeah taking yeah. him down. And uh, and he was tough to dismiss in garage cricket. You're going to talk to us about that later on as well. Most people would have seen that I on am social take, media yeah, 52 yeah. times over the weekend. So I know Mitch's girlfriend was mm. spraying us about the fact that <laughs> we put it on yeah, social media. Yeah, lots of social media posts. Yeah, times, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think I came be. off for lunch at cricket because I somehow got on in the downpour of rain on Saturday and came off for a 40-minute lunch break and just, just got through the last Instagram story as we were going back out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure Skinner was most gutted because we were, well, as we've come to, we were a couple of people short yeah, when Skinner, originally, yeah, and right, uh, Skinner, Skinner, uh, you know, was unfortunately playing twos. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's kind of a weird situation. I'm actually. sure he was actually a bit gutted to not be won. playing a garage yeah. cricket stint. When Marnison Bass rang to say, uh, do you know anyone that can play? I was like, yeah, Mitchell, oh, he's playing actual cricket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure yeah. you must be devastated to find out that uh, you missed out on that. Yeah. Mm. yeah, well, I mean, normally I enjoy playing actual cricket, but we... Got absolutely fisted by uni, so I probably would have preferred a bit of garage cricket. It was a lot more fun than normal cricket. Thank you, Skip. Just G rating of the podcast. <laughs> I'm sure you're no, I've just about got a front pad left as well. Yeah, I definitely don't. Um, all right, so Rory, we, we spoke about you sort of being in Australia, but you're actually your number two sport is what's got you in the country at the moment. So tell us where people can watch you in your uh, at your finest. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm over here actually playing football for Redlands United in the National Premier League. Uh, obviously, the Queensland uh, section of that. Um, and yeah, we've been uh, training since November pre-season, so I've been out here since then. And yeah, season was meant to start the weekend, but most places in Brisbane are underwater. Yeah. So uh, hopefully, fingers crossed for this weekend. But yeah, no, every weekend until August September. I'll be uh, trying to score a few goals and win some games for Redlands. Okay, perfect. So you've played a few trial games and you've got off the mark with your scoring? 
Yeah, well, we don't look, really count though, do they? Yeah, it's just you know basically getting some fitness stuff and getting some minutes in the leg. But yeah, mm. hit the back of the net a few times, set a few goals up. But good, you don't yeah. have to hit the back of the net; just trigger over the lines, fine with the VR <laughs> we AR technology. Isn't that right? Yeah, I'm not sure that's made its way down to the <laughs> end. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rory, before you do talk about the garage cricket rankings, uh, we have been stitched up by a couple of mates. You mentioned Sandwich Town. I, I presume that this is probably where they're coming from. A couple of questions I've been told to ask you here, give you a little bit of a grilling. Okay. Um, the first question is, have you worked out how to fill your car up with petrol yourself yet? Uh, <laughs> I think we need a name to these questions as well, just so <laughs> I know who I'm answering yeah. back to. Do you know who they're coming from? Well, in Sandwich, we've got a bit of a unique place where, I don't know how unique it is, but it's unique. It's the only place I know that's ever had it where, you know, people who work at the service station, you're not allowed to fill your own car up, so they come they and fill, fill it up. They fill it up for you. Yeah, so it's... We com- used to have that when we were real young. Yeah, that was my really? dad's job. He used to do that, fill, fill people's cars up with petrol at the service station. So yeah, it must be a bit more popular than a four of them, but I thought it was like the only place to come across in the world. Um, yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, well, I've, I've never heard of that. Why, yeah, why would that be yeah. a thing? Oh, customer service. That was, yeah, that I was think it's a bit of a smaller thing. petrol station. So uh, when the economy was a bit stronger, Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also a really like normal and safe place sandwich. So it's not as if they're trying to, you know, if you're going to get those places, I presume it would be to try and catch some, you know, cheeky people that would try and fill the cars up and run. Yeah, mm. true. Oh, true. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, you've got to park your car next to obviously the place and then wind your window down. They come down, and so you can fill your petrol up and never leaving the car. And it was about two minutes from where I work, so I just did that for the first year. <laughs> and what, what brought that to a screeching halt? Did you have to go somewhere else to fill up? Yeah, your a few long no journeys, few, few away cricket games. Are you? Oh, not going to make it back to sandwich yet? <laughs> oh no! So you have worked it out now, though. You've got it sorted. Oh yeah, easy to do, but it's just you know saves the legs. Okay. Second question. How many Pepsis are you averaging per day? I've noticed that you're actually <laughs> sitting here at your podcast. You've got a bottle of Pepsi right next to you on your <laughs> podcast debut. I've honestly never seen you without Pepsi in your head. <laughs> but that, okay, I feel you, you, you think I drink more than I do because the only time I really drink Pepsi when I'm around other people. So it's not as if I go back and have any. So it's like a social thing for oh, you. Right. It's like smoking. Well, I don't drink any alcohol, so <laughs> whenever anyone else is having beers at social events, I'll just be, oh, I'll grab a Pepsi. Okay, right. Yeah, how's you get along with that? I do, yeah. You're more of a thick shake man, though. Yeah, I think he's still a night out. Pepsi. That's the way to go. I've seen him iron up this Pepsi. Pepsi, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. We had some black acid earlier, didn't we? Lee? Yeah, so we did. that was delicious. Fix. Now, Rory, <laughs> you just said, actually, I think you sort of answered this question, but I have been told that early on when you first turned 18, getting a night out for you, you would drink one alcoholic beverage to one soft drink <laughs> every single time that you would go up to the bar. So it was like a one-to-one ratio. You would have to buy a soft drink and a beer. Yeah, so I was never, I'm, I've never been, you know, a big drinker. I'd never drink at pubs and stuff like that. I just don't really like the taste of it. Right. But when I go on nights out, I will have a couple of drinks, but I'm quite sensible enough to know that I don't drink. And so if I do start drinking, I'm not going to last a very long time. So I yeah. thought that, you know a vodka lemonade and then a quick water in the same glass. Everyone thinks you've drunk two and you've just had one. <laughs> so you last a bit longer in the night and everyone thinks you're having a great time. I wish I am. Yeah, you are. But I just last a bit longer. Yeah. I mean, obviously someone's seen you though and they've called you bluff here. Someone's got hold of that information. Again, have you worked out where these questions are from yet? Uh, I think I've got a very good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Who might that be? 
Oh, I think we might have a bit of a uh, Dan Levy. Uh, <laughs> Spot on the money. Yeah. Bang on. <laughs> yeah, he's a big fan of yours, but uh, also was happy to provide some content for how we can rattle you. Yeah, I'm not sure he's the only one either, to be fair, so I might have got away with one now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Well, it might not be. If you go well, it might not be last time, Roy. I'm hoping not. Okay. Hope I've a good performance. Well, you've started strongly, I would say. Has? Thoughts? Definitely. No, I'm enjoying it so AB far. AB medal worthy. It is Hopefully he's kind for me in the next segment where he talks about the Garage Cricket rankings. Yeah, that's right. Okay, well, we do have to get you onto that, mate. Oh, so, absolutely. Garage Cricket, what do you got for us? What are the story? Let me just give you some sort of little uh, change of topic sound here. All right. So, no secret, Rory, that we did play some Garage Cricket on the weekend. Obviously, our real cricket was rained out. Um, now, as because we've mentioned Garage Cricket... James Basley has come sprinting from the lounge room. <laughs> He's lurking like a hawk. He's lurking just to get, just to, do you want to sit down and contribute? <laughs> no, we've run out of microphones, unfortunately. But Baz is ready to go. And we've actually got Gillum here as well, uh, who also featured in Garage Cricket. And we have Yana, who couldn't have been further from featuring in Garage Cricket. So it's a cool, nice mix. Because <laughs> she hates it. <laughs> Bro, you won't, you won't catch Yana on a cricket field. No, I wouldn't have thought. What did you think, Roy? Start us off. How'd you go? Well, I mean, torrential rain all week. Cricket yeah. called off early doors. My football was called off. You know, the Trend procedure off. was we're all around for a bit. Bit, of, you know, garage cricket. We'll lock ourselves in for the day. Uh, and yeah, we got a call in the morning from Matt Phillips, regular player, saying not going to be able to make it. And so we were a couple of people short. He struggles with it. So time we made the as well, uh, actually to be fair. Yeah, made the phone calls around. So has. Uh, Answered the phone, got himself in. So very good man. Thank you very much for that. Uh, yes, but no, we did yeah. have a couple of uh, people turning us down. We did. We did have a couple. Of we did. Um, watch, didn't we? It was Jimmy Pearson who uh, yeah. claims he turned it down. I think due to wife uh, girlfriend yeah, commitments. Amazing um, I think. But uh, I think the reason was uh, he didn't want to come and get a spray from Matt Phillips after being dismissed by him. Uh, he <laughs> did. He did. I think there might be a bit of history here. But he did yeah. say on the phone that he didn't uh, want to turn up and get another spray by Matt Phillips after yeah. sneaking off to him. <laughs> so. So uh, well, I feel that might be the secret reason why. Yeah, it's a bit of tension in that relationship stemming back to Manus's Bucks party, I think. <laughs> uh, so that's a different story. Might have to ask P-Unit when he gets on. Um, yes, yeah, so we ended up with sort of a four-on-three kind of scenario, didn't we? Yeah, so we ended up with a three-on-three until Mac uh, Phillips came a bit later to make it a four-on-three, but yeah, it all worked. And, uh, and I should just let people know, the big conjecture here that we've spoken about on the podcast before has always been the rankings mm. uh, in terms of you get ranked in three facets of the game, batting, bowling, wicket-keeping. Uh, and so that has always been the conjecture about who should be where, um, and I guess this yeah. is why we were so keen to have Hazlitt involved in the game so we can contribute to that as well. Yeah, there's been lots of back and forth about who's better than each other at, you know, batting, bowling, wicket keeping, which is equally important. We've ranked each other before. Mm. No one agrees still. <laughs> and uh, the biggest uh, the biggest controversy was James Baisley, who uh, hasn't actually played the last couple of times, but yeah. did do a little bit of a Graham Swan and did sulk when he was given the lowest ranking oh, for batting, batting, bowling and keeping, I think. <laughs> He had and, a point uh, to prove. He yeah, threatened, but before he had a point to prove, he threatened to quit garage cricket full time. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly right. <laughs> he threatened to quit, quit and never play again, but oh, he did God. see sense, saw where the fun was at. And uh, as I said, we'll come on to some stats later, but uh, he, he came to prove a point and fair play he did. Yeah, he was very impressive. James Basley, best best on the day, I think. I certainly, uh, I certainly didn't want to face yeah, him. No. We were making our batting well, order around Basley, <laughs> bowling at me. I'm sure everyone's seen the clip of Haz uh, yeah, cover driving one. Has his debut winnings and his wrist through the gate from James yeah, Basley. Cover driving one in the middle pole, took the uh, 
cop the ball. Yeah, that's correct. Um, and who are your other movers in the rankings, do you think, Roy? Uh, well, we'll come on to them. But, yeah, so Matt Giddham, James Baisley and Marnus was one team. Another downpour for you to uh, talk through here again. Sorry, Roy, we just might have to get a bit of door closing here. Yeah. All right, now you're on. Well, hopefully it could lead to another one this weekend. <laughs> um, but yeah, so <laughs> no, Matt Gillum, James Baisley and Marnus was one team and uh, me, yourself, Lee, uh, has and Matt Phillips when he came was the other team. Uh, and unfortunately we got whitewashed. We were dusted. <laughs> yeah, really we lost 3-0 in the morning session. Um, I don't think there was many other climbers uh, overall, I just re- I'll read out some stats from the day. All right, go on. So we then changed the. Uh, They're not flattering. <laughs> we then changed the uh, changed the teams up in the afternoon, and I think both teams won. So overall, we think we played five games. Was mm. that right? Yeah, five five tests. Uh, leading run scorer was Marnus. Um, that does not come as a shock to many people. <laughs> no. uh, Sixty-six in his first innings. He scored well, else got 184 eight. runs at 20.4, which in the context of things doesn't sound great. But if you look at the conditions we played in and what what the game involves, that is. Uh, that's proper batting. Massively over par. Yeah. <laughs> That's like 990 on the ICC yeah. ranking. So that's a test equivalent average of 104. Considering Bayes got rated as second best batter and he started with three ducks. Yeah. So well, no, no. So this is what we come on to. Officially finishing the day as a second top run scorer was actually uh, has. That's Hazlitt. So, really um, but we do... We do we started like an absolute piece. Well, it, this is the thing. The... Uh, so has ended up with 120 runs at 12. But if we get the morning stats up, he started this off with uh, 42 runs at seven in his uh, first three tests. <laughs> and then I feel it may have flattened out a little bit in the afternoon. And he then proceeded to get his uh, scores of, let me just get them up, 12, 4, 22 and 40, which took him up to... Uh, how, was it, how did it flatten out when I, I averaged more than anyone else in the afternoon session? I've... Uh, I feel, I feel, I feel it. I feel coincided with uh, to by me and Rory to could not bowl left-handers. Yeah, <laughs> I feel really coincided with uh, yeah, Baisley. So Bays bowling to has uh, in the morning. We had uh, how many dismissals has? Yeah, plenty. I don't know. I just the uh, the matchup wasn't great. His strike rate against me was, was pretty low. I feel what played into his favour was he faced a lot of me and you in the afternoon. And uh, <laughs> let's just say we've not got Bayes' skill with the ball, and he made us pay. We do Bob Jennings. featuring yeah. Source. So has ended up with second top run scorer, quick learner. I will say to be fair, he uh, played his first debut in the morning and then churned them in the afternoon. So and in future appearances, I feel. Thank you. Learn, learn plenty. I'll be better for the run. <laughs> Any future appearances, he's. Uh, Jeez, I feel he set himself now. He's poorly, got the experience. Though. His bowling was average. Uh, we'll come on to that. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Jeez. It's good to take uh, it. Yeah, James Baisley then. 100 runs at 10. Very impressive. Especially yeah. coming off three ducks to start the game. Correct. Zero, zero, zero. 40 is lined up for the classic Audi. Four noughts in a row. Um, We've all got one of them. Yeah. <laughs> or two in my case. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there, and they, so they were the top three. And then there's a little group of us in the middle. Me and you, Lee. So you got uh, 98 runs at 9.8. So I, was, yeah. I was 84 runs at 9.3. So I think we told me, then you, when you rephrase that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll give you that. Thank you. Matt Gillum then got 40 runs at eight, but he only played the morning, so that's why the runs tally's low. Yeah, and then okay, in a yeah. comfortable last position <laughs> is Matt Phillips, who yeah. got 34 runs at 3.4, <laughs> yet still proceeded in the lead-up to call himself a genuine all-rounder. No. Incorrect by a large stretch. Yeah. So yeah, they're, they're the batting stats. Um, it's probably the only uh, conditions where uh, 
heavy rain means it's a flat pitch for the batsman. Because no one wants to be out there bowling. Because no. if anyone's seen the picture of the Instagram, you bowl from outside the garage yeah. where it's hammering it down. Yeah. You keep and slip the other outside of the garage where it's hammering down and the yeah. batsmen you're perfectly dry yeah. <laughs> so the bowlers don't want to be there they want to get through there over as quickly as possible <laughs> and get themselves in get the batsman's having a field point. day the umbrella's up so as I, I'm sure you might hear me say on camera I felt like I was bowling from mid off the yeah, angle I was bowling, coming in at bowling wide, very wide on the crease the umbrella yeah. was uh, put me off because apparently the camera was more important than my bowling <laughs> a couple of top um, bowlers from the day then probably. top bowlers uh, the man that's still lurking like a hawk over us James Paisley just waiting <laughs> to be me <laughs> 16 wickets didn't miss his length all day and uh, nipped it in out and uh, made Sam has it sleep with the lights on that night <laughs> made most of us sleep with the lights on that night I've been yeah. reviewing the footage ever since yeah. Yeah. find a way to counteract uh, minus was oh, yeah. second with 14 wickets he, uh, he bowls if anyone any of the listeners have ever seen Darren Stevens bowl mm. he's a garage cricket version of him it would be slow you know what's going to happen he's going to hit one of the edges or your pad and he's going to get you out it just floats up there and then nips he's got Rory absolutely mentally whipped <laughs> Rory said I would have scored a lot more runs but I have to face Marnus every time <laughs> yeah every time I went out to bat it was it was one ball into his ten ball spell <laughs> and I had to face nine from the you know one of the best bowlers in the game and you know and then yeah Matt flipped ten wickets I got nine wickets uh, and then Matt Gillum Haz and Lee yourself all joined on five uh, has right. took again three matches to get sort of the grasp of how to bowl in the game. I feel I also bowl a lot less overs than the other two, so yeah, that's because you were bowling throwdowns <laughs> at the start. Has was bowling uh, full tosses, has <laughs> was bowling 50% balls full tosses. Yeah, I, was <laughs> very, I, was, no, I was very, very bad, but again, yeah. improved. So again, yeah. I can't say too much because he knocked me off pole out to finish the game. <laughs> <laughs> I do a couple of catches off no, I think on the edge. I think I, I think it has needs to take a lot of credit here, to be fair, because I'm sure in our first two free games of garage cricket nah. we were uh, well, a lot worse yeah. than has offered to be fair and has as I said he performed decently in the morning but yeah took his game to a new level in the afternoon so that's right. he's definitely play you one of your team in the next next game yeah he will go high in the IPL draft next I think <laughs> that's for sure IPL garage cricket draft well that's perfect Rory um, you've been very very strong there and we appreciate you coming in and getting yourself on board and being in the studio live in action oh thank you very much for having me I'll be sending more root questions in don't you worry <laughs> oh, yeah perfect that's what we need excellent we'll definitely talk about him at some stage when it's been a slow news week <laughs> he got out for 49 last night against South Africa actually if you really want to know got caught a leg slip and an ODI great we've got another yeah, three listeners back, there. thanks yeah, cheers boys thanks Rory cheers see you mate And welcome back, everyone. We uh, are back after our garage cricket chat with Rory. It felt like he probably could have kept going for a long time there, so unfortunately we did have to wrap him up uh, because we've got plenty of other stuff to get through as well, has as per usual, as you've already mentioned, with our one episode per fortnight now that's not an interview. There's always plenty going on. AB medal tonight. We've had a few results from there just come in hot off the press. Can you inform us of what they might be, Mitch? Uh, sorry, <laughs> I not really expecting that. <laughs> Someone no. tell us who won the AB medal. My computer is just broken. Yeah. So well, we, we're usually a lot, long, long time behind with our sporting news, but the AB medal has just been announced while we record. Yeah, so that's hot off uh, the press. We, we could be the first people to break it. You better edit this Probably quickly. Not. So um, not by the time I get out on Friday, <laughs> <laughs> I mention every, to anyone watching it live. 
No, no one watched it live. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> David Warner won the 2020 Allen Border Medal and Elise Perry won the Belinda Clark Award for the women. Okay. Now, I probably should have played this sound effect first, but uh, we're getting into some cricket. He's close. He's going. So that was the big news out of the AB medal tonight. Yep. Uh, then the, 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 the lackluster on the sound effect there. Since our, uh, since our last episode, the Sydney Sixers have won the BBL 09 final against the Melbourne Stars with Josh Felipe, uh, the player of the final of 52 off 29 in a match that was reduced to 12 overs a side due to the rain. Um, Nathan Lyon and Josh Hazelwood also played really big roles with the ball. Being actually serious, no one watched that. Yeah, well, I certainly didn't. No, but you don't watch any cricket game. But I yeah. actually just mean, like, there were so many more games throughout the year um, that were watched by huge crowds. And then, I mean, like, granted, raining, not great conditions. But I just felt like for the last three games, like the finals, it was just like, who cares? That's, mm. that's the vibe it had. Yeah, the finals had even less people in the crowd than the, the normal round games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I yeah, just no, don't no, know if that means, it, is it going too long? I mean, this was something that we talked about heaps in the before the Big Bash, like when they announced that there was going to be the five-team final structure and mm-hmm. we talked about how there's 600 games has. Like, we've always probably thrown some sort of chat about it. Now that it's actually occurred, what are your thoughts? I mean, probably all right for you. You guys got knocked out, so I guess it's hard for you to comment on because you weren't still playing. Well, it's um, the same number of games as last year in the normal rounds. There's a couple of extra finals, but it's just and it's over a shorter period of time. So we've had it for a couple of years without many games. To be fair, it's been a talk, talking point every year, though, hasn't it? That I remember last season we were complaining. That, oh, yeah. I, was, I was complaining that it was too long at least. It's a tough one because you know, the footy codes go for a lot longer than this. You know, They, they don't go for two months, they go for way longer so uh, I guess the cricket would yeah. love to take up a, a big part of the the year as well like that but thankfully for them they do have other formats other yeah. other yeah. Um, types of cricket that's going on as well that takes takes up quite a lot of the TV rights very fair very fair the six is probably with the players that they got back in as well it was fairly handy to have Steve Smith and Lane line and Josh Hazel would come back near your side's always probably going to help yeah, it's a tough one to think as a as a guy who's making up a team list. You know, who do you go for? Do you go for guys who are going to be uh, available for the whole time and might be able might be a stronger team early on in the in the tournament and get you into the finals, or do you go for a team that might be a bit weaker earlier on because you've got a few Australian players? But if they can make the finals and they get those Australian players back, then and they're real favourites. Yeah. Very fair. Sydney Thunder trying to get involved in the conversation here has as well. Instead <laughs> of the dog absolutely wild, Ruby's just going yeah, nuts yeah. over here. Yeah. That's, uh, she's only been on the planet for 14 years and still hasn't yeah, quite worked out what a thunderstorm is. I'm yeah. sure we'll hear her barking throughout that's the episode, right. but that's all right. Uh, has you've also got some news, I think, about it, sort of a man-cad situation. Yeah, yeah, the man-cad was once again under the spotlight of the Under-19 World Cup with an Afghani bowler removing a Pakistani batter in, in that controversial manner. So, yeah, it's, uh, people have been talking about it a lot. I Personally, I think that now in white ball cricket, you know, you've got to stay increasing now, don't you? And too many people are yeah, doing Yeah, and it, I think it's fair. Like back, back in the day, ages ago, when it first happened playing test cricket, people weren't trying to get an unfair advantage doing it. People were just, un- mis- like just mistakenly out of their crease, not trying to get a quick single or a quick two, mm. and they were getting man-catted, and, and that was quite harsh. But nowadays, every inch counts. Uh, uh, Adam Holyoke smokes on, came on the episode a couple of weeks ago on the show, actually spoke about it on his social media accounts, and it makes a difference. You know, if that batter's couple of inches out then that was too much for me yeah. to read that thing yeah. he wrote. he's going to make it yeah. the batter's going to make it back for two so yeah. you've got to keep him in their crease and that's that's a way to do it yeah it's fair yeah. I've actually got a uh, 
little bit of a story about this you know from, from a second grade t20 recently we i think maybe against sandgate or something we had them like nine down in the 19th over and they had already had a, like, got a warning in the 18th over about backing up too far from the umpire like we hadn't even been planning on man-catting them and then yeah in the last over of the game we the bowler was running in and our captain's standing at cover and has just blown up and stopped the bowler from running in about and we look up and the non strikers end is genuinely halfway down the wicket like trying to take off and, oh, and really? sprint out. Yeah. yeah okay. So I <laughs> so, mean yeah, I think you do have to be able to rule that stuff out. I I guess I'd like I'd probably like to, to be seen on like a case by case scenario because I remember mm. Joss Butler last year got run out in the IPL by or man counted by Ravi Ashwin and he was honestly yeah. in his crease and just like blase like just daydreaming thought that the ball had been bowled yeah, because yeah, in like exactly. his normal yeah. action it would have been bowled yeah. and he didn't let go of the ball waited till he walks out of the crease then ran him out I feel like that one is a little bit that one's a little bit rogue for mine yeah no I agree yeah, but I think if you do have it in for one situation, you probably have to have it in for all. Mm, um, correct. But, but it is it is harsh on people because you not you don't often watch the bowler release the ball. They often coaches tell you you should watch the bowler release the ball, but I'm usually watching the uh, the, uh, the strikers end to see what's happening down there. Yeah, no, that's absolutely fair. Okay, um, Skin, what other cricket news have we got? Uh, we have got Mitch Marsh, Glenn Maxwell, Josh Hazelwood and Jai Richardson oh, and Matt Waits sorry, have all been recalled into Australia's ODI or T20 squads for the Tour of South Africa. There uh, are a couple of decent changes to be honest. Yeah, Ashton yeah. Turner and Ashton Agar got the punt, I think, from the India Tour. Agar's still yeah, in the right. T20 squad, Good I God. believe. Uh, I think I saw him. <laughs> what reason? <laughs> <laughs> we like to sit on the fence. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. I mean, back, back up yeah. spinner. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, right. uh, yeah, yeah no, orthodox. It's very handy, has have always said that about you. <laughs> <laughs> now, a couple of good performances in uh, the Big Bash have got those guys in, so fair enough. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And I'm rattled by how Glenn Maxwell hasn't been involved. But anyways, uh, carrying on. Yeah. Pakistani cricketer, oh, here we go, Nasir Jamshed. Has been jailed for 17 months for spot fixing in the 2017 PSL. Yeah. Anyone, anyone know any more about that than I do? I can't say I'm a big PSL no, watcher. No, no. Pakistani. No, he's been, he's been caught a couple of times in different tournaments for that that same sort of stuff um so yeah he's in a bit of trouble searching for a bit of cash on the side nasir yeah right there you go hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now, has you actually, well done, Skin. I'm not sure why I've played that. That's a real nightmare. Oh, perfect. Oh, no, sorry. This was the one. Um, now, as you've actually uh, put up a little Instagram 
post. Yeah, the post didn't get any comments, but the, the story did. So post didn't. Okay. Yeah. Lack of interaction. <laughs> right, we'll the post. We'll take that back to the go. producer. Plenty of responses to the story, which good was good. Feedback. And this week on what would you change if you were in charge? We talked about women's cricket. So yeah. plenty of responses cool. again. I love how you structured it. There mm. has well done. Just from point A to point B, the shortest possible space of time. That's it. That's what I'm trying to do, and you just lengthened it a bit there. <laughs> <laughs> How's uh, as a bedtime? <laughs> <laughs> we'll start with a uh, friend of the show. Definite is Luke Foxy Feldman has oh. has said that he reckons they should shorten the pitch for women's cricket. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess they, they don't bowl quite yeah. as fast, and it would a bit more a bit more uh, fast paced then shorter reaction yeah, yeah. time for the batters. Yeah, it's yeah. not outrageous. They, they still have shorter boundaries. Oh, yeah, they yeah, do. They do. Yeah. yeah, they, they do, do have shorter boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've often heard people use a similar argument for AFL as well, like women's AFL. They reckon that they shouldn't play on the full size. Yeah. Uh, but we'll probably get to that at some point. Yeah, definitely yeah. will. Um, Mark Dash, so they should play more test cricket, which was actually also mentioned by Mac and Lauren. So um, popular one there. I think they play only the one test when they yeah, play an actual series. One test so series, yeah. Definitely, really? definitely some room, room for a couple more test matches in there. That's not much of a series, is it? No. Uh, Mark also suggested putting more effort into getting first, second and third grade women's teams at all club sides, yeah. uh, which might be tough, but yeah, definitely will be, be good for uh, depth there. Yeah. And mm. uh, I think in England, they, they have quite a few women's teams in, yeah. in the clubs over there. So um, yeah, it'd be good if we could match that and get a few more players involved. And uh, he also wants adequate change room facilities at each ground women play at, which is very sensible yeah, uh, things very to, to suggest. What, what does that mean, by the way? Like just uh, well, I think oh, the second different. grade. I feel like the second grade girls played some stinky grounds. Yeah, bathroom's yeah. not great. Well, bathroom's like, pretty even even North's first grade facility is not well, great for women's yeah, cricket. Is say, yeah, but North's first grade facilities aren't adequate for males. For like. Yeah, I just I don't know what that. I mean, they are adequate. Just if you're not a huge fan of demandables, they're probably. Yeah, like the right. greatest thing that you look forward to, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, no, but yeah. Just because we do have some North listeners out there, Skinnel, don't they? Quite, quite, no, yeah. sorry, heels. Quite heels. I think, I think <laughs> they'd agree, though, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Would they? Surely. They haven't uh, embraced the demand. I can't imagine players, looking at that change room and being really fans. stoked about going in there every week. No, well, I'm certainly never stoked no. about it, particularly when it's very shortly after I've exited it. Yeah. <laughs> come back after nicking off four balls <laughs> later. <laughs> It's not what you want to see. Yeah. Sorry, Haz. It's all right. Hunter and Carla have both said more games need to be at the bigger grounds like the SCG, MCG and the Gabba, especially for Big Bash finals. Fair enough. Um, the the uh, boundaries might be brought in a fair way there, but yeah. um, the, the women definitely should deserve that. And I think they are actually going to be playing a game at the MCG for the women's uh, the World Cup final is going to be at the MCG. They were trying to break a, w- a record for the most uh, most people to a game of women's sport ever. Someone wanted like, last year. They did have a few like the curtain raisers, didn't they? I remember the Gabba, like the Brisbane Heat had played. Um, like they had like a little like the women played because there was a bit of an overlap last year between the two seasons. Yeah, this, the season before the one that's just finished, they yeah. did have that overlap. This year, it's been more the smaller grounds again, standalone competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, it. Then there were reasons for doing that, wasn't there? The standalone thing, like yeah, they wanted, yeah. Well, they wanted the, the women to have their own tournament that wasn't a, a you know curtain raiser for the men. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Renee Northcott uh, says that wide should be a free hit the next ball which Holy would be pretty cool Moses. Yeah. 
pretty yeah. cool for you. That's <laughs> yeah. That is a great, great for the batsman. There's just so many bowlers whinge about how one-sided the game is already. And now we're going to punish them for slipping one down leg side as well. Sorry, mate. Get teed up and <laughs> never stand for that. Uh, yeah, also, the, the power play should be longer. So two out, maybe extended from six overs to ten overs or something like that. Yeah, bowlers would love that again. <laughs> Excellent. Well, all in the yeah, name of entertainment, mate. Entertainment, yeah. that's what it's about. Oh, bowlers aren't entertaining. <laughs> No, we get so entertaining. Well, that's what the, the the fans online are suggesting at the moment. I reckon by the okay. by the comments yeah, I see. Yeah. Um, Malcolm Lack says that we should have mixed cricket. I don't mind the mixed cricket idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, quite, there pretty much was that mixed cricket game last night, like the yeah, fundraiser yeah. charity bash. Um, and it was actually interesting to watch. Like at least Perry steaming into Sachin Tendulkar. Don't mind it. Yeah. yeah. No, I'd be interested to see that. Definitely, Mac Triffitt longer boundaries. Okay. Yeah, challenge him. Challenge them. Get it out there. Yeah. They're hitting some large well, yeah. balls now. Yeah, exactly. What I was going to say. I don't know. Yeah, them. I don't know. I don't know what grounds they were playing on at the time, but they, I saw plenty of bombs comfortably landing on the hill. That yeah, somewhere catching in practice. Yeah. In the crowd, <laughs> mm. yeah. Nick Benton type catching practice. <laughs> <laughs> great catches. You know, Lauren Hume believes there should be an IPL for women. Uh, I actually thought sure there is. I'm pretty sure there is. Yeah, I'm, I'm I was not. in India last year, and they were definitely talking about it. Yeah, I didn't oh, know yeah. whether it was in the yeah. works or it actually is. I think though, it went from being like six teams back to being four teams last year. I remember the coaches over there speaking about it. There right, definitely yeah. is some form of IPL. Yeah, right. Definitely not a billion dollar industry though. Uh, I wouldn't think so. Yeah, right. No. There you oh, go. Yeah. And uh, there's plenty of people also that wrote in and said that they should just play more matches in general. So there should be more women's cricket on TV. Is the thought going around? It's probably a fair thought. I would yeah, have thought that. I would have thought. Fair thought. I would have thought. On AFL. All right. So uh, the AFL women's started this week and four new clubs began uh, as we have spoken about already uh, started this week with Carlton GWS Melbourne Brisbane Collingwood Bulldogs and Fremantle winning their round one games uh, and a big well yeah as we've already sort of alluded to a big talking point from the week was one of the low scores once again mm. we have spoken about that on the podcast before and we do speak about in the name of entertainment how we're going to get results such as 9-8 in a full game of footy how we're going to mm. improve that and so yeah, that's that's been a talking point again. I guess sixty minutes of play for a nine-eight score line is probably yeah. It's fair to say I don't think enthralling viewing. Mm. There were there were some were some larger scores during the week. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But uh, in that game was uh, quite hard, tough conditions. I think there was a lot of rain around, wet, yeah. slippery conditions, and um, heard some positive reviews that it was nail biter. But yeah, mm. you probably want to see more game more goals scored, don't you? Yeah, I think so, definitely. But yeah, I think that. Over dry conditions. I mean, wet with wet with the footy is always. Like, to be fair, now that I'm saying that, I've completely changed my mind because <laughs> I reckon if, if I tried to play Div Two Resies in the pouring rain, we would be lucky to kick nine points as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very fair. I've definitely played a few games. Yeah, <laughs> so struggle to do that. Taking that one yeah. back. I'm sorry. I'm, I apologise to everyone concerned there. Um, now, change the topic again. That was pretty rapid. Did anyone have anything else to add there? No, yeah, I did. Cool. I did actually see that just before we before we changed topic. I saw a video of the biggest hit ever um, from like the Western Bulldogs. Did you see the get like close to the boundary line, both going to the ball, Western uh, Bulldogs go, and um and like 
both people just like a full blown launched into each other Ooh. and then they both just jumped up like nothing happened I was like I would have, been, I would have imagine has he would have been out for 12 weeks <laughs> low pain threshold <laughs> perfect now in tennis this is something interesting that uh, occurred in the Australian Open um, Novak Djokovic you would have seen in the final where he actually told the crowd to shut the F up uh, and laid a hand on the umpire's shoes it was a really weird thing I yeah, thought that was like just I was like patted him on the feet. Yeah. <laughs> Felt like the umpire was Jesus for a second. It was just um, washing his feet. It was weird. But apparently that constituted physical abuse, which again, seems quite extreme to me. I think this whole situation is a little bit odd, but he did obviously end up beating uh, Dominic, how do you pronounce his name? Tim. 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 Tim uh, to win his ninth Australian Open final in five sets. Um, now, American <laughs> Safina Keenan. <laughs> oh, you're having a tough time yeah. tonight, aren't you? Yeah, we should probably yeah, practice these names yeah, at some yeah, stage. So uh, yeah. Won the Women's Trophy after knocking out Ash Barty in the semi final. And again, the Aussie was criticised. It seems very hard for her to avoid criticism for fronting up to her press conference, holding her baby niece, which I found difficult to uh, fathom why she was criticised for that. Yeah, well, what, like, what is the criticism there? No. Oh, they're just saying that she was using her niece as a, as a shield because she lost the game, but then she didn't want them to talk to her negatively in the press conference, so she took her niece in there. You know, it's like a positive vibe. Far out. Yeah, right. There's Very stiff. layers to that story. I would have yeah. thought maybe she just likes the niece, but oh well. Yeah, correct. That's that very strange. Like initial instinct. Well, and also, what's wrong with just being slightly positive? Like, she still made a semi final. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it doesn't have to be entirely negative. Yeah. Uh, and then Aussie Dylan Olcott uh, won his sixth straight Australian Open quad wheelchair title as well. Now, Skinner, you're actually going to attempt something different here. You're going the minute to thin it, I believe, tonight. Yeah, apparently. I've yeah. been. Has has called it quits after his defeat last week. <laughs> yeah, well, he did, yeah, he was significantly over time. Skin, <laughs> we've actually changed the timer tonight to try and give you one that sort of stops beating as you've expired, your minutes okay. expired. Do I stop speaking at that point? Or? Well, we, yeah, we'll cut you off. All right, okay. Just go to the next caller. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Right, well, uh, there we go. All right. get, some, get some appreciation for what I have to do each week. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do it. You just randomly launch into it. <laughs> all right, here we go, Skip. Right. Kansas City Chiefs, led by Patrick Mahomes, beat San Francisco to win the Super Bowl. U.S. President Donald Trump tweeted after the game congratulating the great state of Kansas, Kansas, when in fact Kansas is a city located in the state of Missouri. Rookie Aussie Mitch Wisnowski had the first touch of the game, punting the ball downfield. Perth Glory's Chris Economidis had his ruptured to his ACL, doing no favours to their A-League title. Hopes they sit third behind Sydney and Melbourne after 18 rounds of the 29-round season. The Brisbane Roar are in sixth place, while Central Coast of Newcastle are currently favourites to take out the wooden spoon. Wayne Bennett has been sacked as coach of the England Rugby League. Sonny Bill Williams has made his debut for the Toronto Wolfpack, dropping his first two touches of the ball as part of a return to rugby league, which I'm sure he'd rather forget. The Fijian men have won the Sydney Rugby Sevens event with the Aussies slipping to seventh on the rankings. New Zealand won the women's competition with Australia taking the bronze medal. The Super Rugby season has begun and after two rounds, the Brumbies are the pick of the Aussie teams being undefeated with the Reds, Waratahs and Rebels all without a win. Gold Coast Ryan James has been ruled out of there stumps oh, so yeah. close I've got uh, one and a half point dot points to get through here perfect alright excellent well done skin not Thank bad that at all no, I had thought. a good crowd I was off to a poor start I felt like I got better through the middle yeah, you there. Yeah. started yeah. speaking about canvas shoes at one yeah, stage canvas, <laughs> and canvas, so. the canvas city yeah, perfect. <laughs> you're not in canvas anymore <laughs> <laughs> magnificent now 
Um, we did have some success with the yarns with yarns segment last time that that was on. You remember? Uh, I think probably a month ago has. Yeah, I loved that one. It was very good. Oh, good. Well, that's that's excellent. You might love this one as well. I mean, you were actually here for the chat, so you can probably decide already whether you liked it or not. <laughs> but for the listeners out there, we caught up with Yana and had another chat with her today, and this is how that went. Oh, right, and we are back together again, and Yana, it's uh, it's always a great time when we do get to see you, I must say, and obviously we've got that really cool jingle that we worked on, so we'll just uh, play that for you. And it's absolutely blatant copyright Sounds issues. Right? like the original. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, I have not quite committed to getting that sorted out. Um, that is very surprising. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I just sort of assumed that it would be done by now, but then unfortunately the issue with me assuming that it would be done by now is that I actually have to be the one to do it. So that's what's really let us down in this scenario, I'll be honest. Probably could have done it in the school holidays. Uh, being a teacher, mm. it's going to be tough mm. now that the school term has started. That's a yeah. very valid point. Yeah, well, we have what did you do on the school holidays? Uh, well, pretty much Not anything that. else you saw on the podcast, <laughs> 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 essentially. Uh, but welcome back, Yana. Great Thank to have you. you again. Thanks for having me again. Thanks for not firing me after... Um, no. Well, you actually got some resounding receptions, I thought. I'm not sure if that was a great phrase, but uh, the, uh, the applause for you was quite generous. Figuratively speaking, as in a lot of people sending messages saying that was good and Yana really tore strips <laughs> off was, you guys. That was good. And <laughs> that was the best we've seen Mitch oh, perform because yeah. Yeah, he had a couple of zingers yeah. in there as well. Yeah. So a bit of a change good. of pace. So, yeah. It's yeah, it nice yarns. So, Thanks. obviously, just you know, the yarns with yarns segment sponsored by Banana Boat is always going to be back. <laughs> you can say that. <laughs> no, you probably can't say I that. I don't think you can say that. You might get sued. No, yep. That's a <clears> massive <throat> chance. So, what's for all we got, which is three microphones? Um, (laughs) 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 Right, so uh, Jans, what I do like about your setup tonight is that you've got your three favourite cricketers that are really you've brought along with you and they're helping you. Being supported by (laughs) the best. Um, We've got Shane Warne, Ponting and Steve, what's Steve Wall. Yeah. Wall. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Wall. <laughs> you know so well. Who I um, just became super familiar with. Did you know he won Australian of the Year? Um, in 2004. Yeah. yeah. I think I actually did know that. I didn't yeah. until yeah. today. I think that was his last year of Test Cricket, 2004. Yeah, it was. It's probably, hard, it's probably hard to know that he won it if you didn't know who he was. Yeah. In the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he genuinely looked at the book and said, I have no idea who this um, guy is. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't. That's not why I'm, I'm not here for my cricket knowledge, am no, I? No, that's true. No, you didn't not. change it up. You so most certainly You not. wouldn't have hired no. me for the... Or oh, hired is a <laughs> generous <laughs> word. Hired's generous. Hired yeah. implies being paid. It um, does, yes. That's true. Well, Jans, I do want to get your uh, just your opinion, actually, on a couple of topics that aren't sport-related, as per usual, when we do get you in. That is um, This is one that's plagued me in my life, and Sam and Mitch will definitely back that up, uh, is my, how would you say, punctuality you might say, uh, <laughs> featuring organisation in I'm brackets. I'm surprised you know the word. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely am not great with it. But my question to Yana is, how late is too late if you say that you're going to be somewhere? Uh, now, obviously, this story sort of involves you. You had an event on Friday night that I was invited to. Thank you very much for that, by the way. Delicious food. Um, my compliments to the chef. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and and uh, the event was to scheduled to start at 6.30. Yes. In my defence, was never specified whether it was Brisbane time or Adelaide time, which is still quite confusing um, because obviously I've lived in both of the population. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, look, Friday night, event started at 6.30. Plenty of uh, notice. Mm. Um, you Similar to what I gave you for our segment tonight. That's another story, which I will <laughs> be bringing up. Um, you messaged me at about, I'm going to say six. Mm. And that's being really generous and very kind to you. Yeah, I no, think it, it was actually 6.25. It was later. Yeah. No, no, no. This is this is Friday night. This is not tonight. I'm also talking about Friday night. Saying, Jans, how rude would it be if I were to not show up at 6.30 because I'm editing the podcast and I'm really on a roll here? <laughs> yeah. And I said... I was on a roll. I will give you a little bit of leeway because I'm proud that you're actually doing work. Mm. Um, it's leeway and intentional pun. Uh-huh. <laughs> No, but I'm glad it happened. <laughs> Me too. I will see you at 7. And you said 7.10 and I said, you're pushing it. I'll mm. see you at 7. Correct. And you did. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, perfect. I, being the chef, the aforementioned chef, <laughs> yes. um, got all the food ready to be served at 6.15-ish. No, 7.15, sorry. Mm. Beg your pardon. Brisbane time. Um, Brisbane time, not Adelaide time. Mm. Um knowing that you would be late. <laughs> you walked through my door at 7.25. I'm unsure that that That's is... That's a near hour late I think I for the event. And then... No, 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 sorry. I'm still talking. Sorry. I mean, it is your podcast. So far. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. This is my segment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very true. important. Yeah. Um, you didn't even come and say hi to me when you got into my house. <laughs> you went straight into my husband's music room. <laughs> Where you guys sat for 15 minutes before I saw any of you, and at which point the food was so cold, people were reheating it in the microwave. Yeah, that was not my best option. Um, and he didn't even get the podcast edited in time. <laughs> <laughs> I released it a couple of days late. So, I well, that's it, knowledge I didn't have before. The next day. That's fantastic. Did I? Yeah. Um, yeah, so, Lee, I feel like. Okay, and then again, you are horrid at replying to text messages. Mm. Terrible. One of the worst has also gets at me about that. <laughs> I, you messaged me yesterday to ask if I would be free to do the segment, and mm-hmm. then you said, whenever time. So <laughs> I said, okay, great, 5 p.m. works for me. And you said... <laughs> yeah, when I say whenever, say, that obviously means there's fine print. No, sorry, skin doesn't get home until <laughs> 6 10. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fair. Yeah, thanks for waiting for me, Aunt. No, but of course. But, you know, probably don't then say whenever time. No. Whenever time works. Or whenever time between when skin gets home, which I'm in hindsight could have specified. That's not the knowledge. Yeah. That's not, yeah, no. I, I don't have that knowledge. Yeah, you aren't that close yet. But. Well, yeah. that's probably your first off problem, skin. Mm. Yeah. Okay, I'll work on it. Yeah. And then I messaged you at 11 a.m. Today. Yeah. Yeah. Saying, okay, what about 6.30? It's a tough day on the tools though, in my defence. I didn't get a reply until 6.25 p.m. <laughs> okay, you shouldered saying, arms that. Saying, you know I live about 20 minutes away, saying, yep, works fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so out of principle, I didn't show up until about 7.10, at which point nothing was set up. That so still it's wasn't now, ready It's you. now quarter past eight and we're starting. Yeah, um, um, but we've done well. Yeah, that was good. That was so to answer practice. your question, how late is too late mm. is Gibbs time. <laughs> Lee, Lee's time on the clock. Yeah, okay. Just any time that I arrive is too late. Yeah, it's generally yeah. too late. Yeah. I've never seen you be on time. Uh, you're not the only person You've to say cancelled you know. on us 
when the event had already started. Yeah, that was <laughs> also <laughs> involved skin. In yeah, Fern please Hall. do tell. <laughs> it also involved you. Mm, and I were about to go to the movies and we messaged and said we're not coming when it, the movie started eight minutes prior. But that was because uh, yeah, we single-handedly had to try and fold the covers at cricket. Yeah, yeah, that was, it a was tough stiff. Gig. And then Yana was also and messaging. And you didn't realise that you were going to be late until the movie had already started. Yeah, well, we sort of like, you know, they have those 25 minutes of adverts, so we just thought we'd bank on that. And then you started sending messages saying, like, oh, it's not <laughs> oh, one. Yeah, it's not one. She was not entirely one seat full. <laughs> but also remember that you, you went to cricket with James and then Baze left like, as soon as cricket finished and I went home to get, have a shower and get changed and stuff and then I was like, just assuming I would meet you at the movie. So I started driving to the movies, got to about Cleveland when the movies are at Vicky Point for anyone that doesn't live in the Redlands, so I apologise. But I wasn't far away from the movies and then realised I had to go back and pick you up because you didn't have a car. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, so I was yeah, stranded at the cricket yeah, club. That was so all things were just not really working for yeah. us that night. Next, that time, next time that happens... Just leave him alone. <laughs> like, just leave you him just there. You just go to the movies yeah. without he him. He will yeah. figure Eloise it out. could have been at the movie. Yeah, it's, actually, it's actually lucky you haven't got a Queensland contract yet because you would have lost a lot of money. <laughs> if, you, if you're a minute late, we get a $100 fine and Ooh. it's very frowned upon. And so. he's on Adelaide time, so Lord <laughs> oh, knows, no. that would be a That's lot right. of fun. You can't blame the traffic or sleeping in that many times or at all, really, in our situation. So. Yeah, no, good point, Has. Well, maybe that's holding me back. Sort that out and... Who knows? Yeah. The world's your oyster. I don't know how you still yeah. a teaching contract, but yeah, I was about to say, are you late in the morning uh, to school? Well, yeah, the kids often beat me to class, which is a shame. But luckily, I've <laughs> trained them so well that they just sort of start teaching themselves, and then I come in after. That's why they like you. You get like ten minutes, ten, ten <laughs> minutes extra <laughs> lunch break. Ten minutes of playing cool math games. <laughs> That's right. All right, and Jans, on our last uh, episode that we had with you, the other thing that you. Uh, well, you used as a bit of clickbait, actually. It was a bit of sort of, you guys would remember that she had sort of the cliffhanger. Uh, come back next time on Yarns with Yarns to find out why I'm too good for my brother. Mm. And you were going to tell us that segment, oh, yeah. oh, uh, yes. that story even. And that was another Melbourne-related story, as all the good ones are. Um, yeah, so the story that you keep wanting me to tell. Mm. It's a good story. Um, for, for those who listened last time, you'll be aware that I was w- one of the only girls that went to Melbourne with the supporting group. Um, My brother ended up coming to Melbourne with us, which was delightful. Um, And one night we had all agreed to go out to dinner and then Matt, my husband, decided that we would walk to dinner because it was only a two-kilometre walk. Um, it wasn't. Perfect. <laughs> it was much longer. They had anyway. a very large argument about this. Separate <laughs> <by the way. laughs> <Seven> story. <laughs> well, my shoe wear would have changed had I known the, how long of a walk it would have been. She wasn't um, wearing the gel canos. <laughs> no Crocs inside. Um, uh, on this said long walk, we walked underneath a bridge. Um, Matt was a little bit ahead of us uh, directing the way um, and my brother and I were walking next to each other having a conversation. And from, I want to say, 100 metres ahead, Mm. this man started yelling (laughs) and was incredibly confused. I didn't think he was yelling at us at first, um, but he was. (laughs) And he just kept yelling, she's too effing good for you, mate. She's too effing good. (laughs) And I couldn't tell who he was yelling at until he got maybe 20 metres in front of us. And I realised he was pointing at my brother thinking <laughs> that we were coupled up. Um, so he just kept yelling, she's too effing good for you, too effing good, and throwing um, hand signals in the air. Uh, 
me being me, I'm normally very introverted and I don't like situations like that at all. I don't know what happened to me, but I just said, um, he's my brother. <laughs> <laughs> to which the man responded, still. He just kept walking past, still muttering under his breath. Two a thing good for you. Two a thing good. Well, was he right? Is he right? He wasn't ready to well, let it go. He wasn't ready to let it go. Um, I'd never, I'd never thought about it. <laughs> no. I'd never had that conversation with. Am I too good for my brother? Um, I've decided. I've thought about it. In what have you come up with? That? I am, <laughs> and I will be taking full advantage of it. Um, luckily, my brother doesn't have self-esteem issues, so he was okay afterwards. <laughs> I've always thought I'm too good for my brother as well. To be honest, how was Matt going? Your husband was he? Well, he was. was he was very short, perplexed. Or? He didn't say a thing, and he was like, "I should have said that I was your husband, but I didn't want to be yelled." Yeah, but then, what if he <laughs> gets yelled at? Well? Yeah. Oh well, well you're too good for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's double as bad. Well, yeah, I don't know how Matt self esteem is so i'm really glad that the man didn't yell at him um, because he would have been a bit sad um but that's the story it was not that great of a story no, anyway it's, it's, story. it's made me feel very um confident in myself okay perfect um and yarn speaking of your husband uh, he actually put a poll up on instagram yesterday which is his main form of communication i've found uh he yeah. seems to anytime that he has a big decision in his mm-hmm. life he's very keen to get it as a poll on instagram mm. the one last night was would you rather watch sport for the rest of your life so only sport for the rest of your life or only movies and tv shows for the rest of your life can I get your thoughts on which way your vote would have hedged it there? It is the stupidest question <laughs> to ask me. It's the stupidest question in general because that literally excludes you from ever watching the news again, ever watching anything related to pop culture. Is that both options exclude that though? No, I? just uh, uh, from news sport. News is a TV show, I guess. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I read it I as a TV show. It's like you're only watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine and no. Gossip Girl. So uh, it's, right. it's either own exclusively sport or any other TV and movies. Fox Sports News you can watch. To be fair, I, I haven't said TV and movies so you <laughs> as, as a sports yeah, fan. You hate yeah. watching sport though. Yeah, but, uh, but if, I, if you can play sport, then it makes up for it. Absolutely. And you, I'd be happy oh, to watch yeah. movies and TV shows. I'd be bored without that stuff. See, I do the opposite. I, I watch sport and play movies. <laughs> what? <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> no, you don't. Okay. <laughs> really aspiring actor. Anyway, oh, right. I don't think there's really a, a solid argument for choosing exclusively sport, even if you're a sport fan, like Sam was just saying. Well, I think yeah, if I'm you were sure. forced to only watch sport for the rest of your life, you would give up on playing sport quickly. I think. Yeah. I, I agree. You, you give up on watching like too much. Watching I don't think well. you'd watch anything. You'd watch nothing. You yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do yeah. not think you would watch so anything. You go to reading books. Yeah, they're out of interest. Which way? Which books? <laughs> Cricket autobiographies. <laughs> Cricket autobiographies <laughs> mainly. My favourite is Shane Warne. Yeah. Um, he actually probably would have the most interesting one. I think. Oh. Well, um, yeah. I don't know. Steve, though, oh, yeah. yeah. Steve, Steve, Steve yeah. Australian of the Year, so mm. I want to read about that. The Steve War is, that's a very thick book. Yep. <laughs> and no one in our house has read it, we found it. But <laughs> no, it was good. We started reading it. It for was the amount more for show. Of, yeah. For the amount of autobiographies you own, there's a shocking yeah. lack of... We've completed two of them. probably 26, yes. I would suggest. Yes. It works well, works well as a microphone stand. Oh, it does. Yes. It really does because yeah. I'm quite that's tall. Great. So otherwise yeah. the mic is really low. Give I should think I need that for the next episode. Yeah, I think you do too. It's bad for your back. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Good posture. Yeah, podcasting is great for short people, I've found. 
You'd know. <laughs> I'm the only one on the podcast not to have my own microphone stand well, that goes straight to my mouth. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a direct <laughs> comparison there also between the tallest here. and the tightest, though, as well. Yana, once again, unbelievable segment. Do you need me to play your jingle one more time before you go? Oh, please do. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's gone to classic Australian television adverts food. <laughs> I'm not sure. What? That's gonna really could be bad. But here it comes. Banana boat. It's 30 plus. Banana boat. It lasts for hours and hours and hours. And we probably will change that up next time. Um, thanks, Yana. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Cheers. Bye. Um, now, Haz, you've got some Supercoach news for us. I know that we've been getting, we've been fielding some uh, some inquiries about this. We do, and I can speak about it now because I wasn't allowed to do the Big Bash Supercoach. So uh, yeah, everyone, everyone does know, everyone does know how much we love our Supercoach sports on the show. And with the NRL and AFL season about a month away, well, we say that, but Skin will significantly let us down in the Supercoach cricket. He did. Nah, he what did. do you mean? I was working hard on it all the time. That was one of the most neglected teams I've seen. <laughs> uh, but it is, it is about time for you to make your teams for your Supercoach. Uh, we do the Korean Male Supercoach leagues and uh, and join our we got the chocolates league so we'll talk about who is setting the benchmark and whose team's struggling and uh, on the podcast throughout the season so get involved i'll i'll have a team in the nrl league while mitch and lee will be co-coaches for a team in both the nrl and afl leagues dearie mate they're gonna be some tough management meetings Um, and uh, so if you want to join we've, we've already made the league and the codes are here so the NRL league code is 113996 the AFL league code is 417140 and there are only 20 spots uh, in, in the NRL league and there are 18 spots in the AFL league so get in fast because it is first in best dressed uh, however if you do miss out on those leagues uh, we've also created groups where there's an unlimited number of entrants so um, get on board there so you can still be involved our NRL group code is 791168 and our AFL group code is 990321 I'll post all those things on social media yeah. in the <laughs> coming months be very surprised yeah. if someone's sitting there in the car just, <laughs> just riding this down well, <laughs> remember that off if you want to make me love, take this down you might have to pull over and join but if, you, <laughs> oh, yeah. if you don't you'll no, miss out on those 20 spots 20 spots available <laughs> get me out of this car uh, no perfect very well very good has um, now Skin do you want to actually tell us how you went in Supercoach cricket? In, yeah, in the yeah, I probably need to do a little little wrap on the BBL Supercoach. Um, so in the yeah, so I also set up a, an initial league, uh, which only could only consist of I think fourteen teams, and yeah, really narrowly missed out on making yeah. finals. I think I finished fourth last. Um, <laughs> Did you? <laughs> so really? was, yeah, yeah, Did you hum? I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> How many rounds were there in the combo? I reckon oh, I checked it. Maybe heaps, maybe like twelve. Yeah, I maybe checked it maybe for four rounds, probably. So. Yeah. I'm well to finish fourth last. That's um, a good effort. Yeah, <laughs> I'm worried about that. People that finished below. Yeah, <laughs> the unlimited changes in the in the finals rounds really helped me. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so who ended up winning that? It was the title was taken out by dig that out by Nick. Dig Cole. that out by Nick. Who's yeah. Nick? Do we know Nick? Uh, doesn't really give us a last name. I'm thinking Nick Herford, maybe. Often, oh. often good at sort of supercoach. Yeah, he's very fantasy. committed yeah, to yeah, supercoach. Yeah, gets around that. Yeah. Um, Kong Poppin' Fresh by Alex finished second and Cameron's Savums finished third. Cameron French. French, I have to assume. Yeah. Yeah. Save him. He does say that a bit. Yeah, he loves it. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that was that was that in the league. And then in the group where you can have an infinite number of teams, I was again, you know, really right up there. I've finished nineteenth out of about 
what, 30 positions maybe. Oh, maybe 38. I might have been about halfway down, so I've, I've not gone too bad there. Anyways, Baxter's bad boys took out the title. Mitch's swords were second and... Oh, that's Mitch Siebenhausen. Yeah, yeah that's a great, mate. Um, that's teacher. He should be good. You would have to think. Although yeah. I also enjoy maths and sucked so <laughs> not, not a massive correlation there due to the lack of looking at it <laughs> <laughs> and kin horson by martin finished third so. also a teacher at school <laughs> right okay um so yeah congratulations to those guys and i think when i when i set up the the super coach comps i sort of alluded to a, a prize for any any outstanding is this teams. the part where you say um, so this is the joke part where, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you all played for no incentive <laughs> no 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 um, this is the part where I say that as per all of the other jobs I have on this show I haven't done it yet but we'll get there eventually and so. I got sprayed so much for the yarns segment and because um, uh, oh. you get 12 weeks of holiday a year from, from your full time job mm, good point yeah Julie noted. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, I'll, I'll be sure to, to let people know when, when that happens. Feel free to get in contact with me if you're one of those six people and want to claim a prize and I'll, I'll get it happening. Okay. Beauty. Excellent. Love it. Well done, Skinner. Has Here is a segment that we love on this particular show. You're always bringing new ones to us here. Hit it has. Talking about teams choking and using the word that the team choked. Uh, I think you know a lot of people have come out and said that the Melbourne Stars have choked once again, losing the Big Bash final this year. You know, just like they said that the Brisbane Heat choked by not making the final, uh, the final series. Uh, look, it, it used to be a word that was only used every now and then, but now it seems whenever a team loses, you know, or has had a bad season in any sport, they're chokers. You know, in sport, someone has to win and someone has to lose. Sometimes the other team's just a better team, and sometimes, you know. A team has a bad day. You know, I don't yeah. think it makes them chokers. No, it's like yeah. remember. I think we put a guy on the social sim in for calling the Brisbane chokers. Oh yeah, he, <laughs> it's like it's just it's not. Such a, it is so overused, actually. Yeah. And anyway, choking is just like another, just a synonym for losing. Yeah. Regardless, yeah, like yeah, you could have lost that. eighteen in a row and then yeah. lose nineteenth. Wow, they choked. Probably not. Nope. <laughs> so so yeah. not quite up to that. So. No, I'm completely, uh, completely on board with that one. Has no question at all. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that is all we have time for this week. Packed out episode. Couple of guests on there. Not huge name guests, but great quality, great voices for podcasting. Uh, I'm sure they'll be offended by that, but uh, well, I mean they're not like. A-list celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they'll be offended by that. Um, overseas professional for Redlands United and a business owner, <laughs> Ruby and Sage. <laughs> Huge business, kicking goals. Yeah, I haven't really helped myself there, to be honest. <laughs> and that could be the last time that you see them on the podcast due to the fact that they hate us. Um, but it's uh, been a wonderful episode. Guys, thanks so much for being here again. Has I know that you uh, spent quite a few hours on the tools here. Oh, stoked. It was good fun. And uh, everyone, look out for our social medias, especially this week. We've, uh, we've reached 1,000 followers on Instagram, so we there might like be... a little giveaway idea, I think. Yeah, that there might be a little bit of a giveaway sort of competition you can enter. So check out yeah. our Facebook yeah. and Instagram pages and, and see how you can get involved.
right. Fantastic. That's awesome. Well, Mitch, you've actually made it really easy for people to uh, contact us if they want directly, if they've got some ideas, uh, but also to check out all our social media from one platform. Where would that be? That would be our website. We've got thechocolates.com.au. I've sort of yeah, just compiled everything into one nice little location. So jump on there and, and have a squiz. Absolutely. Perfect. Uh, and that's where you know, that's got all your sort of YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok even, SoundCloud, where we put all the songs. It's, it's all happening, really. Um, and then also, it is just a great place for you to send us any messages, any ideas that you have for the show or anyone that you think would be a great interview guest for us, and we're happy to chase that up. Uh, we certainly love hearing from you wherever you listen to us, guys, if Apple or Spotify, uh, feel free to like it, rate it, um, and subscribe, please, so you don't miss an episode because there's always coming out. There's always more new stuff to listen to. Uh, we love hearing from you. Please give us as many stories as you can from your weekend and uh, tag us on our socials so we can talk about these things. Hit us with the hashtag, got the chocks. That would be much appreciated. It makes it real easy for us to find you. Uh, I think that's about it from us, isn't it, guys? Sure is. Outstanding. Great stuff. Enjoy the week and good luck in the future. Yeah. 